Welcome to the Ambitious Leader Podcast. This is a podcast where we discuss things that will make you more effective at work by focusing on your personal development. The host of this show is Dennis Fredericks, and we're ready to go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this new episode of this Ambitious Leader Podcast. Today, we will talk about how to live with low investment and high involvement. What that exactly means, I will explain to that later. But first, let's go back to the first episode. This one is built upon that one. So if you haven't listened to the first one, then perhaps it's a good idea to take that one first before you go on with this one. In that first episode, I talked about the four different sources of energy. And I also talked about that there need to be a balance between those sources. Well, a special sort of balance is the concept of living with low emotional investment and high mental and physical involvement. It's actually all about how involved you are in things you do. And I was first introduced to this concept by reading the book Supercoach, written by Michael Neal. It immediately gave me a lot of insights. And it made me look at my work with different eyes. And I could place some of my work frustrations in a completely different perspective. So it delivered a lot of value to me. And that was also the reason why I dove in much deeper and really wanted to master it. After a lot of experimentation and trying out and, and looking at it for myself, I think I reached the point where I can say that I totally understand it and where I can practice it for myself. That was also the moment when I started to suggest it to my clients. And when they started to practice with it and came back with questions around it, I noticed that there are two questions that are keep coming back. The first one is about how to achieve that state of low emotional investment. The second question is more about if you achieve that state of low emotional investment, then whether that doesn't give the impression of being disinterested in what you do or that you are less involved in what you do. Well, there are two very good questions and the entire episode is built around those two questions. So by the end, you will have a very detailed answer on both questions, which will make you able to start living with that low emotional investment and high mental and physical involvement. So let's get started with uh, explaining the concept. Well, like I said, it's all about how involved you are in the things that you do. And if we think about involvement, then probably we think about people who are very present in the things that they do. Think about, for example, a meeting where there are a few people very present and that they are very actively supporting that meeting where you are giving suggestions and sharing ideas and asking questions and connecting with everybody who is present there. Or a completely different example, we can think about people who have a lot of involvement as a, a volunteer. 
like for example for the Red Cross or for Greenpeace, and that they are fully involved and that they are spending all their free time for the organization, or that they go out and, and sell stickers or something. Well, that's the normal way of looking at involvement. And if I place a definition on it, it's the extent to which you put your creative and physical energies into the creation of the outcome. Now, that, mean, that actually means that it's about how much you put in. So it's about your presence, it's about your attention, it's about your ideas, it's about how actively involved that you are in that what you do. And, as you see, it's all measured or expressed in mental and physical energy. So you are really present, you have that physical energy that is used to be there. And you share your ideas and you share your creativity. So it's about the mental energy that is used there. Now, beside that sort of involvement, there's also another component which is very important if we talk about involvement. And that's what we call the investment part. How much do you invest in the thing that you do? If I place a definition on that, it's the extent to which you put your own happiness, self-worth and well-being on the line in your pursuit of the outcome. Now, what it really means is how much you let it have an influence on yourself or on your own happiness. So, for example, think back on those people who are highly involved as a volunteer, but that at night they cannot sleep because there are still so many things that need to happen. Or that they saw some frustrating things and that they cannot really deal with it. Well, then there is a high emotional investment. You can also compare it with your favorite sports team, like a soccer team or a basketball team or a football team or whatever. When it is losing or winning, yeah, how much does it influence your day? If they win, do you really become euphoric and do you have the best day ever? And if they lose, are you really turned down and do you let it ruin your day? Well, that's also a sign of high emotional investment. And that high emotional investment is also a form of involvement. If you're cheering up your team, then you are involved with your team. But not on a physical way. You are just standing in the crowd and you are not sweating like the players on the field. That's the difference between that physical involvement and that emotional investment. Now, when that emotional investment gives you positive feelings, like for example your, your team is winning, and you are completely euphoric about it, well then, you will probably not see it as a problem. The only problem there is that you cannot have an emotional investment only for the positive things. If you have that high positive investment, then you will also have the negative aspects of it. So you will become an emotional play ball of all the things that are happening around you. If the team is winning, you are experiencing a very good feeling, but if the team is losing, it ruins your day. So that high emotional investment can be a bit of a dangerous thing, because then your own happiness and your own health and your own well-being is affected by the things that are happening around you. 
if you go for that low emotional investment, then you're actually building up some sort of protector around yourself. So that all the things that are happening around you don't have a direct effect on your own happiness, well-being and health. That's also the reason why we call it emotional investment. Because it's about how much you let things have an influence on your own well-being. That's an investment that you make. And probably there are areas in your life where you really want to have that high emotional investment. Like for example in a love relationship. But in this context we're talking about business and we're talking about your work. The question then is, do you still want to have that high emotional investment when it's work related? Because like we know from the first episode on how to manage your energy level, you always lose your energy. If you overuse it or if you underuse it, the energy will drain. So if you drain your emotional energy on things that are not really important to spend your energy on, then you lose it for the things that do matter. And if I place that in a bigger context, then I didn't heard much people say on their deathbed, oh, I wished I had worked more in my life. So the question here is, what is really important in your life? so important that you really want to have that emotional energy flowing for that thing and what is less important where you have to spare your emotional energy and if you use all your emotional energy at work for example yeah then there's not much energy left for example for your kids for your wife now if i explain it like this then i can understand that the question comes up whether that low emotional investment doesn't give the impression of being disinterested or less involved in the thing you do. Well, there are two sides of it. At a certain point, yes indeed, you are protecting yourself. You are holding a bit back. But that doesn't need to give the impression that you are disinterested. Because there's still that mental and physical involvement. And think about a meeting where you are highly involved and you are very actively present and then probably nobody will have the feeling that you are disinterested because you are fully there and with all your mental and physical energy. The other side of it is that every organism in nature wants to protect itself to survive. And that's the same thing that we have to do. We have to survive too, and we have to protect ourselves too. If we don't do that, then we know what the effect of that is. Burnouts or perhaps even depression. So if you spend too much of your emotional energy, if you let your work have a too big influence on your emotions, then you're lacking a bit of a protection. Now that doesn't mean that you need to become an emotional flatline. Absolutely not. But there is a difference between giving your all and giving it all. If you are giving it all, then you are giving without limits. Then you are giving despite your own health. If you are giving your all, then you are giving everything that you can give. But without sacrificing your own health. So that is actually a much more durable way of working. So if we combine those two, 
giving your all instead of giving it all because you're building a small protector for your emotions and that combined with high mental and physical involvement then you're actually not giving the impression of being disinterested it's just the opposite you are emotionally stable and that gives trust and certainty and especially on moments where there is a lot of emotional investment and where there is a lot of influence on your emotions well that are exactly the times when trust and certainty is most needed so by protecting your own emotions and staying emotionally loaded because you know where that you can recharge or you recover your emotions and that you come in at work with a full emotional battery and you can put in your mental and physical energy then you are showing true leadership leadership in which you are always ready where you have the big vision where you see the way out out of the problems and where you show the trust and the certainty to others that they can build upon you if you are totally emotionally drained because you let it come all in then probably you will not show that trust and that certainty of what is expected of a true leader now of course the next question arises how to get to that state of emotional stability and how to get to that low emotional investment well to explain that we first have to look at what was introduced by Stephen Covey around the circles of influence and the circle of involvement you can look up that concept because it's widely spread and well known but to give a short introduction around it you can imagine a circle around yourself that is gathering all the things that you are involved with all the things that can have an influence on yourself and then there is a second circle and most of the time that second circle is smaller than that first circle that are the things where you can have a direct influence upon if both circles are equally of size then there is no not much of frustration you can have an influence on everything that you are involved with in everything that is important for you if there is a difference in size so that the circle of influence is smaller than the circle of involvement then there also comes the frustration zone the zone where you feel that you are involved at certain things but that you cannot have a direct influence upon it and that's a matter of how do you treat those things well it's all about mindset if you can have an influence on those things well you don't have to worry about it you just have to use your influence if you cannot have an influence on it well then actually you don't have to worry about it neither because you can't change it anyway and if there are things that are not in your circle of involvement yeah then why worry about those things you're not involved in it now that's very easily said i know but it's very hard to do the good news is that it's all in your head it's all a mindset on how you look at those things for me for example it, it really helps when i'm in that mindset of the last moment 
for example, like now I'm recording this podcast and I can be emotionally very attached to this podcast. What if people give negative feedback around it? What if people think that my pronunciation is not good enough? What if people think that the structure in the episode is not good enough? It can affect me in a very deep way. But once I put myself in the mindset of the last moment, that this perhaps is the last episode that I will ever record, and the last moment that you will ever be able to hear my voice, then a lot of those emotions disappear. Because the people who want to hear me after I've disappeared, they will probably be happy with the episode to hear my voice again. And the people who don't want to hear my voice, well, they will not listen to it. So a lot of those emotional influences I can take away by putting myself in the mindset of the very last moment. Now that's something that works for me. That doesn't mean that it works for you. So the big question here is, what mindset brings you in that state where you protect yourself from those emotional influences? And once again, it's not because you block out those negative influences or those negative emotions that you are not fully present and not fully engaged because there's still that mental and physical involvement and there's still that mental and physical energy that you put in. A second way on how to get to that low emotional investment is to be very clear on what is important for you. It's still all about energy and like I explained in the first episode it's more important to manage your energy than to manage your time. So it is more a design question, a design of the life that you want to live. Where do you want to spend your energy? And where do you want to spend your worries? Where do you allow to have an emotional influence? Okay, hopefully you understood a lot of this concept. Hopefully you now understand why that combination of high involvement and low investment is a very durable way of working. Hopefully you also understand now that building that protector around your emotions has no influence on how your engagement or how your involvement is perceived. It's just that you do not become a play ball of the things that are happening around you. Or like Vision Lakiani says it, you become unfuckwittable. And hopefully you also understand now that the real questions and the real work lays in finding the right mindset that can protect you from those negative emotional influences. And in designing your life where you choose on which elements you want to invest your emotional energy and where you allow it to have an emotional influence. Okay, that's it for now. And it's always nice to get feedback about the things that I'm talking about here. So please share your biggest insight. And to get in touch to share your feedback and your insights, you can do that very easily in a direct way by just sending an email to info at thehappinessfactory.be. Beside that direct way, there is also a lot of other ways how we can connect. For example, through the free Facebook group. 
the Ambitious Leader Community. It's a group where we share and discuss things that will make you more effective at work. These podcast episodes are also shared within that group and we can have a discussion around the content of these podcasts in person in the group there. If you want to join, just go to Facebook, so facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash ambitious leader community. Beside the Facebook group, I also share a lot of insights on several live online training moments that I do. In such training moments, I explain things about, for example, how to build habits that lead to lasting success, or the most important elements to boost your ambition and stop holding back. If you want to join such an online training moment, just check the Facebook page of the Happiness Factory to discover the exact moments when those online live training moments will be. To go to the Facebook page, the URL is facebook.com forward slash the happiness factory BE. And if you are wondering why I'm giving away all these insights and all this free stuff, well, it's because I'm constantly raising the level of my one-on-one coaching work. The best stuff that comes from that one-on-one coaching work, I will deliver for free. I just put it out there. The reason behind that is that I push myself to constantly become better in the paid coaching work. That's why I give best items away, so I challenge myself to become better at the paid version. And then you can think for yourself from, oh, but if all the good stuff comes out and is available for free, then I will just wait. Yeah, you can do that. But there's a difference between information and transformation. The things I share in this podcast and the live online teaching moments and in the Facebook group, for example, that's all information. But the real transformation comes from personalization. It comes from taking action and being held accountable for the things you do and the things you don't do. And that are things that we can achieve in a one-on-one coaching way. So if you are an ambitious leader and you want to become more effective at work, then we should definitely have a talk. So just reach out to me by sending an email to info at thehappinessfactory.be and then I will see you soon. Bye.
intro and outro of this podcast is made with the royalty-free music of bandsound.com.